Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Great potential without a matching character is equal to great collapse. And authority without integrity will result in calamity. Yes, Pastor Francis Orbin, proclaiming God's mind to you today. Amen. Let's read 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Praise the Lord. Kindly take your seat. We are considering confident faith part five. Confident faith part five. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. The child of God is an overcomer. Being born into the family of Christ makes you an overcomer. Praise the Lord. Whatsoever is born of God, if your vision is born of God, it overcometh the world. You, the individual, when you are born of God, then everything about you is also born of God. Then you are an overcomer and whatever you stand for, also becomes what? An overcomer. Then he says that you are an overcomer by potentiality. It's now in your genes. But not too many people will manifest what is in them. What is in their genes. What will make you manifest this victory? He says that now this is the victory that overcame the world. Even our faith. Even what? Say, I overcome the world. I say, the victory that overcomes it is my faith. Follow me, follow me. Tell someone, the victory that helps you to overcome the world is your faith in God. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful already? That's why many Christians are failing. Because potentially a victor, practically a victim... Without faith. This is the victory that overcome the world. There are elements in this world that must be overcome. There are elements in this world that will love to contend with you against the promises of God made over your life. They would do everything possible to ensure that you don't see the manifestation of whatever God has said should happen to you. There are blessings God has released unto you. Look at Daniel. He is praying and a demon has hijacked the answer for 21 days. There are elements. David said, the sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. There are elements. Human beings can hinder you. This world has been created to persecute the children of God. Jesus said, in this world, you shall be going to be executed. This world is not going to support us. It's going to fight us. But what gives us victory over all the powerful elements in this world 
is our faith. Praise the Lord. That's why we have to learn about our faith and how to use it. So, this is what makes us successful on earth. Faith is what helps you to transact in the spirit so that you can collect your goods in the natural. (laughs) Say, I transact in the spirit. I collect my goods in the natural by faith. Now, some people can be walking in faith and they are walking in fear at the same time. That's why I'm teaching confident faith. Because it is possible for the child of God to be double-minded. And when you are double-minded, the book of James says, you cannot receive anything from God. So that we can have faith and we have an uncertainty in our mind. Or we are not bold. So Paul is talking to Timothy and Timothy is talking to the church. God says, I've not given you the spirit of fear again to fear. Because the child of God, the man walking in faith, can also try and walk in fear if he's not properly instructed. And this morning, God wants to instruct you so that you will walk in the confidence of your faith. Praise the Lord. So this is the faith is a victory that overcomes the element in this world. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, the Bible says that NLT, Hebrews 11.1, 1, NLT, it said faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. In your trust for God. Confidence in God. Boldness in God. Courage in God. Praise the Lord. Faith is the confidence. So, confidence is one of the crucial elements in your faith. And if this faith gives you victory in the world, then you have to know. What makes this faith to work? Or how to deploy this faith? In deploying this faith, he said, it's impossible to have the potency of your faith if it is absent or confidence is absent. So, for your faith to work, it needs confidence. Praise the Lord. Follow me. Are you here with me? It's impossible. To get the best out of your faith if you are not walking in confidence of that faith. So, one of the forces that makes faith functional on earth is our confidence. 9.30 a.m. for the second service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experience in Jesus, birth and ministries. You want to marry you Let me hear the worshiper Welcome to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International Our mission is to bring healing transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity simplicity and dexterity 
great potential without a matching character is equal to great collapse. And authority without integrity will result in calamity. Yes, Pastor Francis Orban, proclaiming Praise God's mind to you today. Let's share a word of prayer. Father, we're grateful unto you. We thank you for bringing us thus far. Pray for your presence to saturate us this morning as we go into your word. Bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Right, so we're reading a scripture in Proverbs chapter 3, verse number 2. This is our month of faith, and we are going to consider something very important. Praise the Lord. I believe strongly that as children of the Lord, we have already been blessed. Say, my son, forget not my law, verse 1, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Praise the Lord. Is it powerful? Please take your seat. My son, forget not my law. Very powerful. But let thine heart keep my commandments. Very anointed. Then the benefits are there. For in them are what length of days. I see that as very, very powerful. How many of you want long life? You want long life? Is there anybody here who doesn't want long life? Why are you too serious this morning? In so the word of God produces length of days, long life, peace to the life of an individual. People who dwell on the word of God live their lives on the frequency of God's word. These are benefits that come to them. So every child of God must have their focus on the word of God. Most of the things that we chase after, Solomon says we chase after the wind because they don't have in them the ability to give us some of the things we desire to have. Now in verse 26 of the same Proverbs chapter number 3, The Bible makes us understand that. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Is it powerful? Tell somebody, the Lord shall be thy confidence. One more time, one more time. Tell somebody, the Lord shall be thy confidence. Shall be thy confidence. Praise the Lord. I'm speaking to you briefly about confident faith. 
confident faith. If you like, you can call it faith and confidence. Or faith is confidence. But this is what I want us to consider. Confident faith. You know, God never intended his children to beg, plead, and begin for his promises to be fulfilled in their lives. His earnest desire is that you will experience the full manifestation of every promise in his word. That we are not beggars because we are children. We are heirs. So we don't come to God to beg. God's desire is that we will manifest or appropriate all the promises without any kind of inferior living or begging and all of that. It's his desire to bless us. But confidence is very important that we learn from here that the Lord shall be thy confidence. And because of that, he shall keep thy foot from being taken. Very powerful. Every child of God must have confidence in God. Confidence in the word of God. What is confidence? Dictionary, I believe, or I should think, defines confidence as trust in something or someone. Simple. You have trust in something or someone or believe in something or someone. So, as I'm standing here right now, this is a podium. I am confidently standing here because I believe that this podium can carry my weight. So have confidence in the podium. Then, if somebody were to say, he will carry me. I should just check. When you tell me, some of you now, when you tell me, you will give me $10,000 now. It will be a prayer point for me. But for some others, when they tell me they will give me $100,000, I'll go to sleep because I know it's a done deal. I have confidence in them. So what you trust in and who you trust in, dictionary says, is confidence. We trust in the Lord. So the Lord is our confidence. Praise the Lord. The Lord is our what? The Lord is our confidence. He shall be thy confidence. And shall keep thy foot from being taken. I will use this scripture later on. But what is the essence of the foot of a man? That you'll be able to stand. Your feet give you the ability to stand and walk. So he says that when the Lord is your confidence, you are able to stand in life and you are able to walk and make progress. Praise the Lord. When the Lord is your confidence, you're able to stand. When you see people who are not able to stand in anything, you check their confidence, what their confidence is built on. So our foot shall not be moved. It shall not be taken. 
The Lord is my help. So in whatever I find myself in, I know that my foot will not be moved. He's my confidence. So confidence is the quality which leads you to stand up under or endure adversity. That's the quality a child of God needs. It causes you to undertake a difficult task with diligence because you have confidence and that confidence is sponsored by God. Okay, so you will never take a firm standing for something without confidence. Tell somebody confidence is important. Especially confidence in the Lord. I'm not hearing you. Tell somebody especially confidence in the Lord. It's very, very, very important. Praise the Lord. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, NIV. Look at what the Bible says. Hebrews 11 1 in NIV. It says, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Being sure of what we hope for. Check, there's one translation. Say, faith is confidence. And give me that translation. So, another term for confidence is boldness. Say boldness. Are you, are you, are you, are you blessed you are in the house of God? It's boldness. In fact, boldness can often be used interchangeably with confidence when talking about spiritual principles. So many people are not bold. They are not confident even though they speak in tongues. They come to God asking for things. They do things in the name of the Lord. And they miss their reward because they are short of this thing called confidence. May you receive confidence this morning in Jesus' name. NLT says that faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Is it powerful? Say faith is the confidence. Tell somebody when confidence is out of your heart. Your faith is empty. So you need confidence. As a definition of your faith. In other words, your confidence in God defines the potency of your faith. Faith is the confidence. When I'm praying or when I pray, what makes me relax is the confidence that the prayer is answered. I'm not double-minded. I'm not uncertain as to whether it will be answered. You know, there are people who pray and they want to have a certain feeling. They want to have a certain atmosphere. I'm preaching on. So if that feeling or atmosphere is not there, they don't feel like the spirit came. There must be some goosebumps. She says, Bibi, you are, you are a very fleshly person. That's why, and it happens to leaders. That's why you even see a, a leader, maybe a service coordinator, sometimes even pastors. Who come and say and say, Today I don't feel the presence in the worship crowd. Why should you feel? 
Why should you feel the presence? I'm preaching now. All your mind is on feelings. It's good that sometimes you can feel the presence. It can be that you feel the presence. But feeling is, is in the mind. So in a service, whilst one person is not feeling it, another person is feeling it. So if we follow the feeling, we will have problems. And sometimes you are not feeling it because it's not your favorite song. Or you don't even know the song in the first place. And somebody too is feeling it because they just sang the first line of the song that has been on their heart all day. And they really felt like the worship leader is really in the spirit. I preach it all. So, but, but it's a feeling is it's a very base requirement. It's a baby level for ascertaining what is good. Feeling. It's like tasting. Like an adult doesn't eat because of the taste of the food. You eat because you eat to survive. You eat to sustain life. But a child will say, the food is not nice. Feeling. That's why some of you have succeeded in creating stomach ulcer for yourself. Some of us, they will chew meko, pepper, salt, and boiled cassava. Where is the feeling? Some of you from good homes who ask the child, what will you take? Indomie. What will you take? Indomie. What will you take? Indomie. Growing up, no choice for me. That's why I don't have issues with ulcer. I don't have issues with anything. You'll be able to everything. Just, 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 just feeling. Feeling everywhere. So worship leader is really in the spiritual. But because you are not feeling. And feeling is problematic because the state of your mind or even the conditions in your body will determine whether your feeling will be a happy one or a, a subdued one. Praise the Lord. And to a large extent, it does not matter how the song is powerful, for example, or lovely or whatever. If you are ha- having a trouble in your tummy, your concentration will be in the trouble spot than what is happening in the environment. The same way people pray, they want to have a certain feeling. If they don't feel like crying, it doesn't look like the prayer is really going. But I don't go to God praying, trying to have a particular feeling. When I'm talking to my mother, I don't need a, When you're talking to your boyfriend, you want some feeling. Your girlfriend, you want some, you know, feeling. It's like sometimes when your mother calls cry, it's like it's stress for you. But when your girlfriend calls, eh, or when the call has not come, the girlfriend is going to say something nonsense so, and bring you cost. And, and your heart is happy to receive that call. And your mother is calling to tell you something important. 
But you, you, there is no feeling for your mother. So when you're dealing with a parent, father, son, mother, daughter relationship, there is not feeling is zero. We de- I deal with my mother, my father based on my position as a child and what my position gives me as privileges, rights, and provisions. Praise the Lord. So when I'm hungry, I go to my mother, I ask my mom, mom, food. You don't even say, please, can I have food? All those semantics. Hungry man, a hungry man. I'm talking to your mother, no feeling in it. It's a straightforward distance. When you're talking to your mother, you don't care plenty. When you're talking to your girlfriend, you are, you are you're choosing your words very well. When you're talking to your brother, you, you, are not, you are careful. You are careful. You are not careful about this matter. But you are talking to somebody you are trying to woo, toast. You are very careful. Same size of a girl as your sister. You are careful talking to the girl. You are not careful talking to your sister. Feeling is zero on the side of your sister. Very high on the side of the girl. You see, some people are making their face as if I'm not preaching. But I know what I am saying that, you see, faith is confidence. And confidence doesn't always deal with feelings. I'm confident that when I'm speaking to the Lord, I'm not begging. No. I'm not begging. I'm speaking and I know that it's done because I know he hears me. We'll get there. But let me just draw the foundation. That when you are working in covenant, that should inform and build your confidence. A man in covenant works in confidence. The circumstances do not determine your expected result. Your result must determine the circumstances you seek to create around you. Is it powerful? So when I come before God, I'm not looking for goosebumps. I'm not looking for all those things. I talk to God. Father, thank you. Don't you see how I pray? I pray like I'm joking. You see the way? Father, I pray in Jesus' name. As I'm coming to speak your word, it's already anointed. It's in my heart that the word is. I pray that there shall be anointing upon the word. The word is already anointed. If you see some people are about to preach, how they really anoint the word with their praying. Say, wow. Some of us, we don't preach the Bible crowd. They are now anointing the word. But the Lord is faithful. Shout praise the Lord. Are you here with me? So I've, I've heard people ask, um, I know I have faith, yet my faith doesn't seem to produce anything for me. What is the reason? Why is it that I know I have faith, pastor, but my faith doesn't produce anything for me. He said, faith is the confidence. Is the confidence. So confidence is the force 
that launches your faith. Tell somebody confidence is a force that launches your faith. Praise the Lord. It's the force. So trying to operate your faith without the force of confidence is trying to take off an aeroplane that has no engine or trying to drive a car that has no engine. There's probably nothing wrong with the structure of the plane or the car. It is simply missing a crucial element. So the structure of your faith might not be problematic. It might be that there is no engine inside your faith. Are you here? It's not every car parked outside there that can move. So when you have faith, faith has certain ingredients. If, if you look at the scripture we just read, the NLT, look at that. I, I might not be able to preach this message, but let me just drop it somewhere, wherever I get too close, right? Faith is a confidence that we have hope for. Faith is a confidence that what we hope for will actually what happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So, faith has confidence, has hope, has assurance. Give me um, King James. Look at this. Just watch. King James. Now, faith is the substance. Say, faith has got substance. Do you see that the confidence was in a place of substance in the other place? So one of the substances that makes your faith complete is confidence. It's like cooking soup with every ingredient minus salt. It's that the, the soup will be tabalabalized. Do you know tabalabalized? It's an Arabian version of Tabalaba. Please put the scripture there. It's the substance of things hoped for. So faith has substance. One of the things I believe God to teach is the substance of faith. And I've started. The substance of faith. Confidence. It's one of the substances of faith. Hope. If somebody says he has faith and he doesn't have hope, he doesn't have the evidence of what he's looking for. So faith has got hope. Faith has got evidence of things not seen. So one of the, you can take it, one of the substances of faith is confidence. Is what? Talk to me. It is what? Confidence in God. That I am confident that giving my first fruit, something will happen. Paying my tithe, I have confidence that something will happen. And I'm not waiting on any feeling. When I'm walking on this platform, it doesn't occur to me that I'll fall. Because I have already trusted that it can carry me. Are you following now? But when you are on something that is shaky, you are not stable. 
So one of the things faith wants you to have is confidence. That's why I'm saying that faith is what shoots, confidence is what shoots your faith into action. It's the force. And so having faith minus confidence is like trying to drive a car without an engine. The structure is there, the doors are there, the body, everything is there, the steer and everything is there. But it's missing a crucial ingredient. There's no car without an engine. Without an engine, it doesn't matter how beautiful the car is, it's not moving. So you can say you have faith. If you don't have works, one of the ingredients of faith is works. If you don't have works, it does not matter how powerfully theologically your faith is, it will be equal to deadness. One of the things God wanted to have is confidence so that when you spark your faith, you hear terrain and you cannot move. Say confidence sparks my faith to move. Praise the Lord. That's your confidence is boldness. So, confidence is like a container. Like, if you believe that your faith is words, confidence is like a container that you put your words into. Faith comes by hearing. So, faith is a word. Confidence is a container, is the force. That will help you to put. It's like when you're having water in a pitcher or a bowl, and then you have a glass, and then the glass is empty, confidence is that thing that will help you, to, the force that will help you to transfer the water in the pitcher to the glass. So you can have words that are empty words. I'm healed, but it's empty. You know, some people pray from the point of fear. Some people pray from the place of anxiety. That's what the Bible says. Be anxious for nothing. But in all things, with what? Prayer and what? Supplication. Make your request what? God knows that anxiety is one of the key reasons why people don't have answered prayer. And there are many people praying. God, God, that's why you're always crying. In prayer. It's good to cry in prayer. I wish I'll be crying all the time. <laughs> but the tears don't. <laughs> God doesn't see the tears. He sees the faith. Praise the Lord. You work in the hospital. You see a lot of people panicking. Whenever you are anxious, you don't have control over the matter. See, somebody is in, in an emergency ward. He's already panicking. You are not a doctor. Some of them, because of the anxiety, they don't even give the medical personnel the peace of mind to treat the patient the way they themselves. Their expectation is that the patient will be well, but the anxiety does not allow them to allow the medical personnel to give them the patient the best treatment. They will engage the medical personnel in all kinds of Anxious. No confidence. Especially when they see that the doctor is one tiny person. Hey, 
the thing is not in the body now. Elephants will be doctors. If it's in the body. Some people when they come to church, they see pastor small like this. The man must have beard, must be pregnant, you know, with a big cross. With a big apostolic ring. It's the seal of his apostolic calling. So when, I mean, if they didn't know that I'm the pastor, and assuming I sat somewhere in the congregation and say, let's welcome the man of God, they'll be expecting some powerful man be. Maybe they will be, they will be assuming Dr. Mensah is the pastor here. Uh, uh, Robert, stand. See, this guy is like Goliath. So they will be expecting somebody like God. Somebody like this will be very, very powerful. So for many people, their confidence is in the sensual realm. What they see, what they hear, what is said to them, and all of that. But your confidence must be built. Pastor, are you here? Must be built on something stronger than what you see or feel. Confidence is very powerful. That you have given your first fruit, Satan will come. I'm telling you. <laughs> Satan will surely what? Hey. So if confidence doesn't rise up, and propel your faith, it will never reach its destination. Your faith will not reach your destination. And so you can say words, and words are not enough. Tell somebody, words are not enough. Even acting on those words is not enough. You must have confidence in those words for them to have the power to change your circumstances. That's why you see some people say, I've confessed the scriptures. I don't know what to do again. The fact that you don't know what to do again simply tells that you lack confidence in what you are saying. Because someone who is confident in something does not care how many times or rounds they repeat that particular process. Because they trust and know that it will work. Are you following this thing? Confidence is a force that energizes and activates your words. And just because you say something doesn't mean those words are full of confidence. Words are important, but words alone cannot change your circumstances. Praise the Lord. So, because I'm confident... I can do a process over and over and over and over again because I know the end result before I even started. If you are praying and you don't know the end result of your prayer, you are giving tithe. You don't know the end result of the tithe you are giving. You are giving first fruit. You don't know the end result. Wow. It's it's like sitting in an examination room and giving an answer to a question 
that you are not sure is the answer. You don't write with joy at all. But when you know the answer, you can write and write and write and write and write and write. And you know that even if the lecturer is mad, he will mark you right. Many believers lack confidence in God. That's why your faith is not working. That's why you have been believing God for some things. And it's not working. Because without confidence, you can easily be shaken off. Praise the Lord. When Goliath saw David appear, he was confused. Because the Bible says that, and when Goliath took his spear and cursed David, the Bible said, David ran to him. So the guy said, hey, who is this? <laughs> can you imagine when you believe you are so powerful and a, a tiny guy runs to you? It looks like he knows something you don't know. David took the fight to Goliath. Everybody saw Goliath, they said, he's too big to, to, to beat. He's too big to defeat. Everybody ran away. David said, he's too big for me to miss. The guy ran to him with confidence. He said, this big thing, my stone cannot miss him now. <laughs> he ran to him confidently. Goliath was confused. One of the things that confuses Satan is not the different vocabs your tongue assumes. Kudabahatas. Adiria Mahando Kotoba. Saikatia. Taita, taita, taita. Changing gears with your tongue. Saika, saika. Saikata. Honda, Honda, Mr. Bushi. As if you want to buy the latest Honda. No. Onomatopia. It's a word. Don't confuse anybody. It's confusing people. The confidence with which you do the things you do is an expression of your faith. When a lion is chasing a, 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 a deer or let's say an antelope, one of the things that makes the lion to continually pursue because the antelope, an antelope is faster than a lion. But one of the reasons why a lion will continually pursue a particular antelope is because of lack of confidence in the run of the antelope. When the antelope is running and doesn't have confidence, animal scientists say that it secretes some hormones and the lion can smell it. Can smell that this guy running is afraid. Now what's the rough? So he just leaves every other person. He just trusts the smell of the hormones to the one that is afraid. He said, macho. <laughs> Some people are praying, but they are giving Satan a traffic indication that <laughs> I, I'm packaged. I'm just packaged. 
but there is no engine. And Satan will be, as we are praying, Satan will be looking into the heart of everybody. Which one is making loud noise? No engine. And some of you have given your first we say, hmm. You cannot live your life like that now. You must know that it works from the beginning. Bible says God knows the end from the beginning. And we operate as God. So before you start, the end must be in your view. So I, I know that this thing works. It's the reason why I've stepped into it. I'm not stepping into it trying to see what it can bring me. I'm stepping into it knowing what it has already given me. And that is what causes me to walk in confidence. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey, praise the Lord. Have you seen that people who are trying to be pregnant, as long as they are anxious, the pregnancy doesn't come. I mean, you are trying to have sex to be pregnant. You play your tricks uh, and you show up in your village. Maba. It doesn't work. As, as the whatever is going on, your mind is that with the egg, where are you? Meet the stain. Meet it. So you'll be missing the empty net. You've been playing over the bar. But people who are doing this thing and they are not anxious, they just they just keep they just become pregnant. Some of them are not even expecting the pregnancy. But the thing just happens. Are you following this thing? So most people who look for children for a long time, it, they, most of the time they get pregnant when they are not even expecting it. When they have just closed their mind that okay, it will happen. Some way, somehow, by the time they know, they, some things are working in them. Most of them think they have malaria. They go and do tests here and there. There's nothing now. There's somebody who throw a guess. Okay, oh, let's try pregnancy. By the time they know, it's day. That when you are not confident about something, it, it affects your results. So you've given your first fruit and you are doing one eye like this. I'm spying whether this February hunger will catch me. The people I'm owing, whether they will come up and insult me. Oh boy. This thing doesn't work like this. So when you give, you protect your sacrifice or the birds will take it away. And confidence that I've done something that's going to work for me in the year. It's going to work. Tell somebody it's going to work. I can't hear you at all. Tell somebody it is already working. It's very important that if you are a child of God, you walk in the confidence of your faith. In the what? Tell somebody, walk in the confidence of your faith. So today as we come to wave our first fruit before the Lord, you need to be confident about it. Look at somebody by your side. Tell them, be confident about it. 
Now, in Habakkuk chapter 3, 17 and 18, look at a man that has confidence, how he behaves. Habakkuk 3. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. And there shall be no head in the stalls. Yet, say yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my word, salvation. It's too powerful. This is confidence that this man has a garden. His crops have failed. His livestock it's destroyed. Nothing is going right. But what is his response to these dire circumstances? Yet. His response is what? I can't hear you. It's what? Look at the verse. The last verse he said. The last verse. Look at it. He said, the next verse. 18. He's painted a bad gloomy picture. And now he says yet. Tell somebody yet. That should be your response. If you are confident, that should be your response. He says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God who can save. Even though everything doesn't seem right. Circumstances are negative. They are not looking the way I was expecting them to look. But yet, I will rejoice. So when a human being sees you doing that kind of thing, you think you are mad. You are not responsible. You don't care. How can you be rejoicing in the midst of your crops are not doing well, your animals are not doing well, the land is dry for you and you say, yet I will rejoice. What are you rejoicing for? Why is he so optimistic in the face of incredible adversity? He said, the Lord God is my strength. And he will make my feet like the hind's feet. And he will make me to walk upon my high places. Praise the Lord. Is that not powerful? Come on now. Is that not powerful? Let's read down. Let's read down. 18, 19. He said, his confidence said, the Lord God is my what? Why is he rejoicing? Because the Lord God is my what? It's my strength. And he will make my feet like the hind's feet. And he will make me to walk upon my high places. And he said, this one is today, chief singer. He's writing to. So this one, they write you to somebody. They write you to some Aaron in the house. Somebody who is seeing circumstances different from your expectation. He said, I should come and Read these writings unto you. That when everything seems to be going wrong. Against what you have heard. That offering your first fruit will bring. I should come and tell you that. You must get to that point where you know that the Lord God is your strength. And that he will make. Say he will make. Yet is a word that signifies potentiality. I don't have the thing. 
yet. That I, that I will have it too. But I don't have it what? Yet. It's like some of you, maybe by 25th, somebody could ask you, have you been paid? Not yet. You know you'll be paid. But it has not come yet. But you're expecting it. So when somebody uses yet, that person is highly optimistic. Is highly expectant of some good that will come. Praise the Lord. So that person is unshaken. Why is he unshaken? The Lord is my strength. Why is he unshaken? He will make my he will make the thing work. He will make my feet like the hinds feet. Do you know the hinds feet? That whilst I am here and I look like Mr. Go Slow, when God is ready for me to move, he will make me become one of the fastest you can ever think about. So even though I am here, it looks like I am last. That's why it's possible for the last to become first. Because their confidence is in God. And when God comes... He is the destination. God is the destination. So whoever has gone ahead of you, once God comes, you are there. They will come and meet Ahab went to meet um, Elijah in Jezreel now. Meanwhile, he set off before Elijah. But when the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah, he had run his chariot. He said, he will make my feet like the highest feet. It does not matter who has gone ahead of you. When you are confident in God, the power of God will make your feet like the highest feet. And I'm telling you, the reality of the fact is that naturally speaking, giving your first salary to God, first three months of the year is going to be like you are Mr. Goslow. Because if your source of income naturally is just one source, it looks like your February salary will have to do some controls that um, January has brought Alright? So you believe in lean. But when God when God says now it's time, let's go. Oh boy. He will make your feet like the hinds feet. The hinds feet also is a special feet. The hind is like a mountain goat. That is able to run up the mountain without slipping. Are you following That when the hind is going, climbing the mountain, he has the the design of his feet is in such a way that it doesn't slip back. And the high places of the world, they are very slippery. People just fall down and all of that, not for the hind. He just goes like he's running on a flat ground. That's when you walk in confidence, and God's power is engaged. You begin to run faster. And where people take time. And people are, are thinking about how to go about it. That becomes your normal way of operating. You just climb without going back. 